has got to be in the public domain, right? This is a, such Maybe. a good song, though. He knew his way around a horn. Yeah, he did. Just unplugged my headphones. Can't hear anything. This is my energy tonight, dude. This is where I. This is where I feel. Just kind of chilled out, laid back. It's gotta get warmer again. It was getting warmer at the end of the day. Yeah. I didn't run today before lunch because I was like, I don't like running enough to run like when it's kind of cold and gray. So I jump roped instead. Samesies. What's up, Dan? Hello. How you doing, man? Good. That is, of course, Louis Armstrong and his orchestra. I'm not sure how to say the name of that song. La Via en Rosa. Yeah. Everybody knows that song. Life in Red. It's great. Does he start singing here? Life in Red, is that what that means? Is it French? Or like Life in Pink? He's got a good vibrato. That's where I'm at, Dan. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. You are listening or what? Listening. No, Google, you're not listening. Jesus. Google is listening. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You're listening or watching this might sound stupid podcast. uh, Podcast that happens once a week every Thursday, just about where two friends get together uh, and hang out Mm -hmm. and have fun and just talk on the internet. Mm -hmm. Why not? Um, we're brought to you. Wait, is that what we do next? No, I know Mm -hmm. how to do this. If this is your first time listening, you can subscribe to us. Whatever app you're getting your podcast on, unless it's Stitcher and then I don't know. Kibby's back. Hello, Kibby. What's up, Kibby? We've missed you. Uh, yeah, whatever app you're getting this podcast on, just subscribe to us. You can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Come get in chat like Kibby. Have some fun. Uh, you can email us, this might sound stupid at gmail.com, mm-hmm. or you can tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. We got two sponsors on our podcast. We'll just get them out of the way right at the beginning here. Joey the Good Boy, who is in a deep slounge. Yep. I open, though. Like, he's awake. Into the. Into the. The, the the pillows and the blankets it's pretty tuckered yeah we're also brought to you by mike long uh who has designed all of our graphics and we'd like to congratulate mike long on the birth of his son he designed a new baby he designed a new baby jameson robert long he was born i don't know he's not my baby he's born sunday or monday something like that saturday friday friday he's born yeah friday. within the last week He's less than a week old. Yeah. Uh, I know his name. Jameson Robert Long. Uh, Beautiful baby boy. Healthy. Mom's doing good. Baby's doing good. Mike's not doing good. Mike's doing great. Uh, He just sent us a video of his son taking a big old poop. It's really loud. Congratulations, Mike. Uh, Love you, buddy. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, that Louis Armstrong, that's just kind of where I'm feeling. It's been cold and rainy. But we got we got sun at the end of the day. It's like yeah, it's it's like, it's like a low trumpet sort of weather right now. Right. It's just like just chilled out and relaxed, mm-hmm. shooting b ball mm-hmm. outside of school. 
when a couple of guys who are up to no good started yep. making trouble in my neighborhood. Dan's so good at this. Got we're one get little fight mom strike. got scared. Hey, you missed your congratulations. We were just talking about Jameson. The whiskey. <laughs> congratulations, half a blapper. Love you, buddy. Wait, did you name him after us drinking all that whiskey on... The whiskey cast? On, the, right. on, on that patio? Oh, yeah. On on beer. On That's why his name is Jameson Chunkin' yeah, Long. Yeah, ch- Chunkin' Long. <laughs> we, we had, we had, yeah, we tried to chunk as long as we could. <laughs> From Chunkin' Bottles. Say it again. I did. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Beautiful baby boy, mm-hmm. Jameson Chunkin Long. He's gonna be a hell of a chunker growing up. Yep, hell of a chunker. <laughs> uh, chunking bottles. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Chunking bottles. There's no way we could ever hit that road, but we were drunk enough to think we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kibby says, "Hey, all sorry, I've been away, been busy with my business. Good man, being busy is good. Yep. Don't apologize for that. Yep. It's good to see you. Good to see your name. I don't. We're not seeing you. Both phones work. He is beautiful." Me? No. Oh. Chunkin. Oh. Jameson. Chunkin Long. Chunkin Long. What are you drinking, Dan? Um, this one's called Lovejoy. Lovejoy. Do you have that on? Yeah, you did. It is a IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Ooh, it's juicy. It got on the mic. <laughs> How do you guys like our new cam replacement? I like this a lot better, personally. Uh, we took Rolo's advice, and we got it a little bit closer to our faces, uh, which is good. I like the angle better. It's not quite right in front of us, but it's off to the side. I'm liking this a lot better. Yeah. Uh, my internet's being weird, so sorry if the stream is being weird. I dig it. Thanks, Kibby. I got to get my Igloo Playmate cooler. Playmate by Igloo. The Everyman cooler. Keeps my beer ice cold. Get my beer out. It's funny because you're looking at two different places. Like, is that like you're looking at me or the TV, but never at the camera? Right. <laughs> I suppose I should be looking at the camera. I'm making sure that the, the cooler's in there. We, Igloo, sponsor us. We need to go to Japan, Igloo. Uh,. I am also drinking a barrel theory because last Friday, mm-hmm. Dan, myself, and my wife got to go to a bar in the real world for the first time in over a year. And it was magical. It was very exciting because my wife also got to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, she usually doesn't get to go to happy hour because she's a dumb teacher and they don't get to do anything fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, they love to drink, though. They do love to drink. Um, this is Rage Quit. From Barrel Theory. I like this can. And uh, this is probably my favorite beer they do. Yeah. It's top five post show. You can do it. Get it. Yeah. Oh, it's so juicy. They fill them. <laughs> they fill them good. I got beer all over my pants. Now I'm going to have to wash these pants. How often do you wash your jeans, Dan? Truthfully. Uh... Whenever I do my laundry. Fuck me. I forgot these cans don't pour well. Yeah. Man, I got a lot of beer on me now. You're not good at this. You're falling No, it's apart. these cans. It's the cans. He hates the <laughs> he cans. He hates cans. I, I just, like, whenever I do my laundry, I just wash them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's not true for me. <laughs> it's, it's just, I, I just go, whatever, and I just throw them in there. I wash. How many pairs of jeans do you own? Two. Okay. 
I got my weekend jeans. I have like I'm very I very much understand now why there we go. We tried. Yep. I very much understand now why my parents had like clothes they wore on the weekend mm-hmm. and like after work because your fucking kids are messy mm-hmm. and cooking dinner is messy and I've had way too many times where it's like a shirt that I will wear to work and then I get like a big spaghetti stain on it or something. And so, yeah, I have two pairs of jeans now instead of just one at a time. Okay. I got my weekend jeans, mm-hmm. which are my old jeans that got a hole in the crotch. And so my mom just stitched a patch in there. Mm-hmm. So the hole is covered up. And those are my weekend jeans. And then I got my weekday jeans on my legs covered in beer. <laughs> and I just discovered they're getting a hole in the crotch. Ah. Uh. Time to go to Kohl's. Yep. Get a new pair of jeans. Uh, actually, Maloney, Javin, I don't know if he's in here. He taught me to just order them online. Well, I guess if you know. I just typed in. The, I know the size I want. Yeah. The size I want. And I just typed in the exact pair that I had because mm-hmm. they're the, like that stretchy mm-hmm. denim. And then they just shipped me a new pair because mm. it was like at the beginning of COVID, I got a hole in the crotch of my jeans. And I was like, fuck, I got to go to the store now and like. You know, nobody knew how contagious it was or what it was. Yeah. And Javin was like, just order them online. And that worked. Oh, Dan. Oh, shit. Bropes. Bropes. Kibby, have you been here since we've been back in person? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know if you watch the VOD ones. Um. Yeah, it'll be, uh, you know, we're at zero. You can't see the board anymore. There's not really a board there. Zero. There you go. Pour at the. We're at a big zero. Because uh, yeah, <clears throat> if, you know, if you want to see us bropsing sake, right? Uh, then you need to not give us money yourselves, but find other people to give us money. Like playmate. We can't hear it if that's. We have our headphones on now. We could hear without our headphones on, though. My daughter is pitching a royal fit oh, about yeah, that yeah. time. Yeah, we, we can't hear. No, we can't hear with headphones on. But before we could, she was loud as fuck. Yeah, so we, we just need you know one or two advertisers to get us to that $5,000 mark. Right. $5,000, we do a podcast from Japan. Yep. That's the deal right now. Yep. We'll, we'll go during one of the Bashos. Yep. We'll go during a Basho. We'll take tons of video at the tournament. And then we'll do a podcast with sake bropes mm-hmm. and get drunk as fuck in Japan. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Uh, but we need to raise $5,000. And Why that much? Who knows? Who knows? That was the amount we settled on. <laughs> but I made a deal with Dan. I, I told Dan if he could make... Not he can't write a check for nope. $5,000. Nope. The podcast has to make $5,000. And if it does, we'll go to Japan and mm-hmm. do a podcast. So we're almost there. We just got five thousand to go. Got five thousand to go. Okay. Got five thousand dollars. <laughs> uh I don't think he's in here yet. I haven't seen Rolo. But tomorrow mm-hmm. we get to go to the tap room. Yep. With Rolo. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Yep. We're gonna go to another bar. Rolo Javin. Rolo Javin and I don't know what Pat's name is. It's here. something f- happy. Not half a flapper. Nope. It's something flaps. Sock flaps? S- Sucka flops. Sucka flops. Uh, yeah. 
we're going to go to the bar, the happy hour bar that we used to go to all the time before mm-hmm. the dark days, the dark, the dark days. Uh, but all of us, Kibby, Dan and I are now fully vaccinated. Dan has Pfizer. I have Moderna. Yep. Everyone we know is vaccinated now. Everyone we know is fully vaccinated. Or at least one shot in. Yeah. Uh, Rolo Javin Brown Town. Check yourself at, at the, the door. door. Give, give me some more, more of them. Oh, it's, he didn't put it in there twice. That's need, right. It's two. Give me some more. Give me some more. Give me some more of that Rolo. Um, Rolo Tony Brown Town. Tim and Eric. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's why Dan and I are, yeah, you better, whoops. <laughs> that's why Dan and I are back in person because mm-hmm. we've both been fully vaxxed and CDC says if you've been fully vaxxed, you can be in person. Be fully vaxxed together. Mm-hmm. And that's why tomorrow we're going to go to the tap room mm-hmm. and we're going to buy Rolo a beer because mm-hmm. it's his birthday. Mm-hmm. And then on the way out, we're going to pants him because it's his birthday. That's not true. We're going to pants them. We're going to shrub them in the water. Have you ever been pantsed? I'm sure I'm sure I I, I don't think I've ever been pants. I feel like I would have been in like elementary school age at some point. Right. By somebody. Yeah, I've never been pantsed that I can remember. But I feel like somebody at some point had to do it. I remember when we were in our 20s, Dan Chang's dad pantsed him on the boat. And it was, it was, it was, it was, it was funny. Like, like down to his birthday suit pants? Yeah, he was in a bathing suit. <laughs> uh, but that's the last time I can remember anybody getting pants. I can remember people getting pants. I don't think I was ever pants. What was this cooking show you were telling me about? Oh. Sometimes uh, Dan and I will start talking before the podcast and then I have to be like, wait, shut up. Tell me on the podcast. <laughs> So like I'll watch a uh, you know a bunch of like Maddie Matheson stuff on YouTube. Who? Maddie Matheson. Maddie Matheson. He's always awesome. Yeah, he's crazy and he's good cooking. He's crazy and entertaining. Maddie's also a person who uses his platform to seems like a very nice, lovable person. Speak his mind mm-hmm. at the very least, which I like. Uh, but he must be good friends with a uh, some you know super rich like music producer like a dj college type of guy it's like one of those guys like in the in sounds the like booth. somebody you'd be friends with yeah uh out in la named benny blanco and so never like, heard that name yeah neither did i and but they were doing there's like three episodes of them called like the uh the best fucking cooking show and it's, these are on youtube yeah okay they're like 11 minutes and like they do like catch it a pepe or whatever but it's just it's just these two kind of goofballs cooking and yelling at each other and having a great time uh yeah so it's it's you know it's, it's worth it's worth checking out i think do you know what i just remembered no at the beginning of the pandemic last year mm-hmm. like this time last year okay march april uh when we were all working from home mm-hmm. and i was in this basement like all day uh, I like was stress eating mm. to the max, and every day I would have cacio e pepe mm-hmm. uh, with ramen noodles. Um, because I saw Josh from Mythical Kitchen, which mm. is a YouTube mm-hmm. show. Uh, he showed everybody how to make 
he called it uh, pandemic cacio e pepe and it was with ramen noodles uh but i would make that every day because it was so good and i was eating like two boxes of ding dongs <laughs> a week <laughs> like j- just hammering them mm-hmm. and that, when when you said cacio e pepe i was like oh i haven't had cacio e pepe since the beginning of the pandemic and then i was like oh man That's i was just pounding the worst food just carbs and fat and sugar mm-hmm. that's all it was uh but it was also really good uh what's the show called again uh i think just best fucking cooking show okay it's what's not, his other one uh the, the, like the really good one i'm like three episodes into that um are you just watching season two yeah because i've watched all of season one i can't think of the name of it right now uh dan's gonna look it up matty matheson something Kibby, do you watch the VODs when you miss them? The VOD? Just a dash. Just a dash. That one's really Se- good. Second season of Just a Dash is it's a descent into uh, madness and oh, yeah. insanity. I mean, they made them during the pandemic, I think. Yep. And they and like the, like the editing is on point and it's yes. just these like No worries. You, yeah, you can you can literally just say like no, if I don't watch them live, I don't watch them at all. It yeah. won't hurt my feelings. Just yeah, they're just these lovely little nuggets of these people yeah they're like a half hour Mm -hmm. and they're just trapped in this room together and it's fun because you get to see like all the stupid little stressors that go into something like that Mm -hmm. uh but yeah give just a dash watch that is great and maddie's just great he Mm -hmm. seems like he'd be fun to be around Mm -hmm. has he been on uh hot ones i feel like he has to have been yeah right Mm -hmm. he seems like he has to have been on i haven't watched hot ones in a while Mm -hmm. it got i don't know it got too into the zeitgeist for me, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's something about your little thing, and like, well, it, it, it like it, and at some point, it just, like, it, it loses some of its shine. At a certain point, it just becomes so obvious that, like, and not that there's anything wrong with this. It just takes away from a part of the experience. But it becomes obvious that, like, people are there. To like shill something. Well, yeah, like before it wasn't that. Where before it was like, well, I'm Maddie Matheson and I have a cooking show on Vice, Mm -hmm. but it's like, you're not just there to shill your new show or your new product or your new, you know what I mean? Like you kind of were, but it wasn't the same thing. Right. I don't know. It just became more of a marketing. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it became more marketing heavy, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm trying to like, I mean, you have to do that. Yeah, but I don't know. It just got less fun. Yeah, like, and and it's it, it it the show itself is it doesn't benefit from being distance. Oh, I haven't watched some distance at all. Oh, yeah. So it, it doesn't. Do they do them like over <laughs> video chat? Yeah. So they, so they send them like the sauces and stuff, and then, Weird. So they make their own wings. Um, and yeah, then then they, they just do the same thing. I just it popped up on my YouTube feed today, and it has I, it hasn't popped up forever. And it was Steve-O was on there, but it looked like he was in studio. I mean, they might be back now, okay? Or he just has like a good enough like black tarp that he puts up in his room that he can look like he's there. Steve-O might be fun to watch, but it, it, it's always funny with that show when you have someone that just doesn't seem to give a shit, like that the food is supposedly hot, like uh, Steve-O. Well, I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't watched that one, like. One of the last ones I watched was Dua Lipa. Okay. Uh, she's just like a just the musician. I think I watched hers. And 
yeah, she just eat. It's like, yeah, like I grew up on this shit. What are you like? <laughs> right. Uh, Alton Brown was great too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there was one other one that I wanted to watch that I didn't. Whatever, I can't remember. Yeah. Hey, Rolo's here. Okay, pre-birthday. Uh, Kimmy says I do have watched them when I missed an episode in the past. I'm just so busy revamping everything. I feel like my head's gonna explode. Oh yeah, I yeah. like being busy. Yeah, coming yeah coming out of something like this and getting into back into yeah like live music stuff that you fuck yeah yeah that's a, it's a whole oh yeah good point I didn't even think about that is uh I, I can never remember if you're in Cleveland or oh. Cincinnati is it opening up wherever you are also Rolo's here now so I can say happy pre birthday to Rolo yep it's Rolo's birthday tomorrow 27. Columbus man I didn't even get it right yeah Rolo's gonna be twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also get to take Rolo out for his birthday beer tomorrow mm-hmm. for our first time back at the tap room. Truman. And he has to buy us beer. Is that that's how it how, works? That's how it works when it's your birthday. We'll be able to stay in chat tonight, but listening. Anyway. Oh, that works. Happy birthday, Rolo. I'll mm-hmm. get to wish you a happy birthday in person tomorrow and hug you. I was going to say, yeah, you, you, can, you can touch him physically. I get to give Rolo a birthday hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Wall of Beef isn't here, but if he comes in, we'll wish him a happy birthday because mm-hmm. it was his birthday this week, and it was my daughter's birthday this week. Yeah, okay, she's yelling. It was my daughter. <laughs> she's being a nightmare. It was my daughter's birthday on Monday. Wall of Beef's birthday on Tuesday. Oh, Wall of Beef is here! Happy birthday, Wall of Beef! Been here the whole time. It's <laughs> like pops out of a box. I wouldn't give Wall of Beef a hug, a birthday hug. I'd give him a birthday high five, unless he really wanted a hug. I'd, I'd give him some nucks. Some birthday nucks. Birthday nucks. But I'm going to give Rolo a birthday hug tomorrow. There's a lot of people who have birthdays. A lot of people who I love who have birthdays in April. Hmm. Like my birthday calendar in April is just full of awesome people. April showers bring me flowers. That's right. That's exactly. And it means birthdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Kibi says, not entirely, but people are booking ahead as if everything is going to open up in September. That's, Man. That's something. Knocking on wood for you. I hope, that, I hope that happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're... I haven't gone out anywhere, and like I said, last Friday we went out to Barrel Theory. And that felt good. That felt okay. Tomorrow we're going to Tap Room. Like, I'm excited. I'm not even – I'm borderline agoraphobic. That's probably not true. Mm-hmm. But I don't go a lot of places, but, like, I'm excited to go get a beer with my friends tomorrow, like old days where mm-hmm. we would just say – like, every Friday would be like, let's go Let's go get a beer. Yep. Let's go do happy hour. Yep. That's the thing. Like, it's like, like the four of us are going to sit down. I also you know, didn't think about how I get to hug Rolo. I'm excited. Yeah. Like, we're going to be distanced from whoever else we're next to. Right. And we're just going to sit down, all four of us, vaccinated, and have a, <clears throat> have a brewski. Well, like I was saying, my wife got to go last week. Mm-hmm. That was kind of special because, A, we haven't gone anywhere in forever, and B... She never gets to go, mm-hmm. so it was like, oh, cool, Amber gets to go. Oh, yeah. No, that, it was... It just kind of stars aligned that that was her spring break. Yep. And Barrel Theory just happened to, f- for the first time yeah, in like over opened, a year, like, take seating. the day before that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was... Uh, uh, yeah, that was... It was weird. Like, the one of the bartenders was like, yeah, it seems like it was just yesterday that you were here. And it's like... Right. In, like, the weird time loop that is it this seemed- year... It doesn't seem like I haven't actually seen you in a year. It seemed so long while you were in it. Mm-hmm. Or like thinking back to like thinking back to us, you, me, Rolo, and Javin mm-hmm. being in the Woodbury Middle School 
cafeteria. Oh, just going through Chromebooks? Just going through Chromebooks and cleaning them mm-hmm. seems... Years ago. It seems like a long, long time ago, mm-hmm. like several summers ago. And it's like, nope, that hasn't even been a year since then. Which is literally insane. But yeah, when when we were at Barrel Theory, it was just like, oh, this it didn't feel that abnormal. No. It, it, it it's kind of nice because now I'm like more excited for tomorrow. I'm not, I don't have any mm-hmm. apprehension. It's like, oh, it fin- it felt fine yeah. to be out. Because they are still, I mean, they're still taking cautions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I assume tap room is. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to be sitting right next to some. No, and like, like we won't be like at the bar. Like, I, I don't even know if they would have really even have. You don't have to make appointments there, though, like you do at Barrel Theory? Because none of us have done that. I don't know. Pat knows. He just seems to show up. I'm going to ask Pat. Um, Before I forget. But, yeah, you know, it's like you, 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 you get to see, because it's not over, but. It allows you to see uh, some of the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, it's not over. Um, I haven't been paying a lot of attention. That's just me texting. Yeah. I haven't been paying a lot of attention to the variants. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been really busy at work. Mm-hmm. Try, You know, like we're really busy between getting the MacBooks deployed, doing teacher meetings... Uh, like we still have the multiple 3000 shifts. Um, it's just felt, it's felt really busy at work. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't have a lot of time to like look at news. Mm-hmm. Then I get home and I, you know, cook for, I play with my kids. I cook, clean up after dinner, mm-hmm. maybe read to the kids a little, and then it's bedtime stuff. And then after bedtime, it's like, okay, I want to hang out with my wife a little. Mm-hmm. And then I've just learned for myself, I cannot look at the news before bed. Ooh, that, yeah. If I look at any news, like I don't even, I, I won't look at people's, uh, I really don't even look at Instagram mm-hmm. because people have started to post stuff in there and it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to filter out the world all the time, which I did a little bit like during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was like the pandemic and then George Floyd was murdered. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need a break. It's probably Pat texting back. Mm-hmm. I need a break. And so I just didn't pay attention at all mm-hmm. to the news. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't think that's good either. So I like have times that I can digest news. In the morning, I look at the news almost every morning. Um, I've been getting up earlier for the last two weeks and I like it. I'm not up at the same time as my kids are. Mm-hmm. I get up before my kids during the week. Uh, and it just gives me like this 20 or 30 minutes where I can sit and have coffee mm-hmm. and look at the news. Um, but still haven't been paying that much attention to the variants. But like you said, we're not out of the woods yet. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, as it stands right now, that doesn't seem to be the um, the vaccines seem to be just fine. Just fine with dealing with the variants? As far as I know, yeah. Sorry, I'm texting Pat back. I'm not like super up on it, sure, as well. But that's as far as 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 far as I know. <laughs> but yeah, going back to that, one of the things that I learned was like I can't look at the news. I mean, this was before COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. It was like I can't look at it before bed. Which one of the things I hate on YouTube is they like 
you'll scroll like i'll be looking at youtube on my phone before mm-hmm. bed maybe watching a video and they always have the like the covid news or mm-hmm. just some sort of news and i have to like scroll past it quick before i can just read any of it because my mind will just race with it mm-hmm. and then i can't fall asleep yeah um but yeah i should i should just look at what they're saying about the variants tomorrow maybe just to get a better idea mm-hmm. um I mean, I'm still being really safe, but I am going out more. Like, um, what was it? It was a couple, maybe a month ago now. Mm -hmm. Because it was after I had gotten the first shot, but I don't think I had had the second shot yet. Okay. Or it might have been like a couple of days after I had the second shot, but not the like 10 days or whatever you're supposed to have. And we didn't have something for dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, shit, we'll have to think of something else for dinner. And then it popped into my mind because I hadn't done it for over a year. It was like, well, I could just run to Target. Yeah. Like I had I had only been going to the store like if we needed something or if I could go like right away in the morning before a lot of people got there. And so it was like, oh, I can just run to Target. Like we know that people are still required to wear masks there. I'm not going to be near anybody for more than 15 minutes. I'll probably only be in Target for five minutes to grab these two things. Mm -hmm. But it was weird to think like, oh, I can just do that. Like that's had to get back into my Mm -hmm. mind space that like, oh, I can just run into Target. And I know there are people that were still doing that, but we weren't. Yeah. And so it's just been interesting. Like, oh, yeah, I can just just run into Target quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, you know, using hand sanitizer when I get back and washing my hands and yeah, doing all those th- things, trying not to get too cray. Yeah, I think the I like there. Are, you know, I don't really want to go. Might sneeze. <coughs> Sorry, nice. you nice. don't want to go what? Uh, I, I'm not going to go like crazy on movies or anything, but um. I'm excited for like the Alamo to open up, so I so I, really, I so I really hope they do. Whatever movie you guys see, I don't care what it is, I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, just to be with buddies, like oh yeah, and and to support the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Like like the two that I want to go see are like end of June, early July, because uh, that's Black Widow and then Fast Nine. Um, Black Widow, Marvel. Yep. So so I'll go see those. Okay, I said I'd go, so I gotta go. Well, that one might be July, like a uh, Fast Nine might be June. Oh yes. So that one, so whichever one's first. <laughs> um, and trying you know, to it, troll people. It'll, it'll even be it, it should even be a little better by then because even more and more and more people will be back will be vaccinated by that point. Hopefully, too. what's is your uh, is London Ontario still in lockdown? Yeah, you talk to your brother. Mm-hmm. Man, they've been in lockdown for a while. Yeah, I think they just had to go back in. <clears throat> Like school, they're 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 like the kids probably aren't going back to school after spring break. It's probably going to stay distance, just because of spikes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Has your brother or anybody there been vaccinated? Any of your family there? I don't know if like any of my like aunts and uncles have. I know like his mother in law got it. Okay, um, but yeah, it's not it's not like it is here. Where like Pat says they showed up with six people and didn't have an issue. Why did he show up with six people? To tap room? Yeah. Because it's Pat. Yeah. Who are these six people? 
who knows? But that's what I said in the beginning. I was like, the people who are going to struggle with this the most are like pets mm-hmm. who are truly, truly extroverts. Yeah. And like want, like they get energy and their life force from going out and doing things. Yep, they and have. now they can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Your brother. What? Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. You were saying last week we were talking. I can't remember if it was on the podcast, but it was like, yeah, we're. You know, it's kind of like, uh, I think I was the one who compared it this way after what you said. It's like, yeah, when you're on a plane, you put your own mask on, mm-hmm. and then you put, you know, anybody else next to you who needs help with their mask on. Mm-hmm. Even if it's your kid, they say, put your own mask on first, and then you can get it on your kid. Um, <clears throat> and that's just kind of how the vaccine rollout seems to go. It's like, well, we're vaccinating a ton of people in our country, and then we're going to, like, slowly start getting the vaccines to other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some countries that are like fully vaccinated almost already. Oh, really? I think so. That could be a total atom fact. It might be. Maybe there's some small country like a Liechtenstein or something like that. No, there's like countries who basically like enforced it. Like if you wanted to go out in public at all, you had to like, it'd be like vaccination papers. Like Italy or something? No. I don't know. Okay. I don't want to speak out of turn. Uh, Kibby says... They have quote-unquote shows now, but it's terrible. Oh, no. Uh, Limited time on stage. Limited people allowed in the venue. I mean, that makes sense. Have to wear a mask and social distance. Social distancing seems hard. Places reach capacity, and you have to turn people away. It's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's better than nothing. But it'll it'll be better... It should be better soon. Hopefully it gets better. I mean, the more people that get vaccinated, yeah. the more the numbers will start to go down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's no way to spin it in a good way. That doesn't sound ideal, but it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, limited people, limited time on stage. I don't really understand that. Uh limited people allowed in the venue that makes sense have to wear a mask that makes sense mm-hmm. social distancing at like a show seems weird how do you even do that it's probably, if you, it's probably very hard to enforce unless they're going to make everybody sit down at a if table. you if you like if you have limited people in the venue there should be enough room i mean if i'm going to a show with you and rollo and javin and wall of beef right mm-hmm. I'm going to stand around you guys, but I'm not going to stand like next to another crowd of people. So, and so if you don't want the venue, that just seems weird. But like, well, no, that, well, that's what he's saying. He's just saying, I thought he said you have to social distance. Yeah, that's what that is. So that's you think you can still stand with your group? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, Amber. Okay. Amber says Israel gave the vaccine to everyone who wanted it. And anyone who chose not to get it, didn't get the vaccine passport. So they can't go to gyms and restaurants. Uh, yeah, and people are rallying against a vaccine passport here. Yes. But for, you, you know, but but no no one's really even sure what that would be. Show your papers. It's it's like it's people like to get angry at a thing that doesn't exist. Right. Uh, it's not even a thing. They'll they'll use it as a a, a rallying cry or a boogeyman. It was it's like the green new deal used to be like last year and the year before that where it's like this isn't actually like law it was just an idea and it hasn't even like voted on but they talk about it as if it's fact 
Yeah. Like, well, the Green New Deal is doing this. It's like, what, what's what is even happening in this world? <laughs> but like, you know, it's 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 a you need your you need your boogeyman. I wonder. I don't know. Maybe somebody in chat does, or maybe you do. I don't know if can could a company like could Target say like you have to show that you've been vaccinated to come into our store? They can refuse service. I think to whoever they want. I wonder. That would be. I mean, because that would be. That's just an interesting way to argue with people who are like really. And I'm. By the way, none of this is me saying. I don't know. I haven't looked into this at all, mm-hmm. so I don't know how I feel about a vaccine passport. To be honest, but if like Barrel Theory said, you can come to Barrel Theory, but to get in the door, you have to show us that you've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh well, that would just be a business enforcing that. It wouldn't be the government. But could you argue that it's discrimination somehow? I'm sure you could. It's it's interesting because like, like there's there's probably weird loopholes when it comes to like public health and like because you're not discriminating on like race gender or things like that you're doing it out of like you could say you're like trying to pr- like protect your other customers or your employees yeah I wonder how that would work it's it's I think it's the same thing as like you can't you couldn't walk into like Whole Foods without a mask on I think it's literally I think it's basically the exact same thing. They, like yeah, they, 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 can, they can just kick you out of the store for not wearing a mask. They can enforce you wearing a mask. I mean, I suppose it's the same thing as like you can't go into Whole Foods without a shirt on mm-hmm. or without shoes on. Uh, but a vaccine seems a little different, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't, Kibbe, I don't know enough. Kibby says you have to stand in your group so long as it's no bigger than three people. What I mean by limited time on stage is they have sets that are shorter than normal. Well, yeah, I figured that. But okay. I don't understand why they should have shorter sets. To allow for more time to like clear the stage and do stuff like that. I guess to protect the other band people. Yeah. All right. Three people seems. Was there a limit on the number of people we could four. have a barrel theory? It was four. Yeah, I don't know. Which, which four <clears throat> makes sense for the size of venue they have at barrel theory. I suppose if you want to maintain social distance between other tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how to feel. I also don't know. Like, I haven't paid enough attention to, like, Texas and Florida. Mm-hmm. Like, do they have higher case numbers than we do? I really don't know because they have shit more opened up than we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be interesting to know because, I mean, there's a very compelling argument in my mind. If it was like, well, Texas and Florida are like wide open and their cases aren't spiking at any higher rate than ours are. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, well, that's interesting because they have to have a higher population than Minnesota. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, they do. But I don't know. I haven't paid enough attention. Yeah. The one that's getting hit hard right now is Michigan. Is it? Michigan's getting, having a, a, a huge, they, they have more now than they did or it's at the same level as it, as like it's worst time ever in Michigan. Good lord! Yeah, they I had, wonder why. They just got crushed. Bunch uh, of mega people in Michigan. I don't. I don't know what happened in Michigan. Uh, well, they they said well, it kind of is like they were gonna like kidnap the fucking governor because uh, she wanted to like make people make people wear masks. Oh god, I forgot about that. Yeah, so like there, I you know, uh, but it's it'll be interesting to see like because like we're in it now and it's still only been a year, so to like actually see like. 
like like true numbers of like how things worked and how things worked in certain areas and like what led to the way they worked i feel like that still takes time to really understand how the numbers actually played out because right now you can just take any number you want and be like look i got it see you see that you could it's you're you can easily pick a a number that looks good to you right now where it's like well currently like this case number is here it's like oh yeah see so like i i don't, I don't, I don't follow I, what you're saying i don't i don't think there's any actual good hard science yet there's science so there's like numbers but they don't there isn't like enough of it to like really prove okay like which way or the other it'll be it'll be weird especially if the like if youtube stays around and like you can go back and not that i've ever uploaded a single one of these to youtube but mm-hmm. it's like on my to-do list mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but i do have all the the podcasts since the first one recorded it'll be weird in like 35 years from now right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when we're in our 70s mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to assuming my kids have kids mm-hmm. it'd be like my grandkids having to do a report and it's like talk to your grandparents about what it was like to live through the pandemic mm-hmm. that will be weird as fuck to just have to be like oh yeah the pandemic and i'm hoping that's how i hope there's never another pandemic in my lifetime <laughs> yeah it's 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 hard to say like i feel like they're probably there's there's a you know they it wouldn't surprise me if maybe there was something at some point it wouldn't surprise me either especially uh, with some of the fucking morons who live in this country but i think we've learned we learned a lot about right what needs to well, happen we've, we've certainly gathered a lot of data what needs to happen right away to <clears throat> to mitigate yeah so it you know it's this wasn't for not when it comes to that sort of stuff for sure god you know what i thought i was laying in bed this morning mm-hmm. so even though i've been setting my alarm earlier i still wake up before my alarm and i was laying in bed just to kind of wait and i was like i think my alarm is gonna go off soon mm-hmm. and i just realized like man i haven't heard about the like the president or politicians since like a few weeks after kind of uh the domestic terrorists attacked the Capitol. Like I just haven't really heard anything yeah. about, it was just like, Oh, it's just so nice to have a friend. Not, this is weird. Cause I'm not a big Joe Biden fan or anything, but it was like, it's just so nice to have a president. Who's not a total fucking nutcase. Yeah. One, one of the, like who I don't have to, who's not so desperate for attention that he's constantly doing shit for attention. Like, it was just the thought I had this morning laying in bed of like, oh man, I haven't really had to like hear about insane political stuff. Like I can still go look at political stuff or they'll talk about it on, you know, 88.5 or, or NPR, but I don't have to, I don't have to like have this miserable feeling when politics is brought up. And I was just like, that's nice. Yeah. One of these, uh, uh dummy, senator dude was like it's like yeah he's you know he's 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 not going on cable news and he's you know he's dodging people and he's not he's he's not talking about biden yeah he's like he's like all the things all the things yeah it's like all the things that people hated about trump he's like he's not doing any of this stuff he's not starved for attention it's all scripted and people are it's like no he's just not on tv every day like he's just not 
tweeting. He's not, he's not starved not, for attention. He's not tweeting every day. Like, man, fuck that guy. What a yeah. I mean, I didn't like George Bush, but I didn't hate George Bush. You know what I mean? It was like, well, I'd rather some things happen differently, but it was just wasn't the same level of insanity. Mm-hmm. Insane in the membrane. That's right, Cypress Hill. Mm-hmm. Get out of my cooler, <laughs> Homer Simpson, smiling politely. Uh, anything new, Dan? Shit, we were already been talking an hour. Uh, We've been biking anymore in the shitty cold rain. No, I'm not biking outside. No. So I, I, I one thing I've learned about myself when it comes to like running or biking or things, um, like exercising outside, I really need like a sixty. Like a high, like a high 60s. Yeah, like, well, that's like, like the way I like breathe and stuff like that. It it hurts my throat. That's what I was saying so I today. To it was like I don't like running enough to run outside when it's shitty. Because today it wasn't that warm mm-hmm. and it was gray. And it was like I don't want to run outside, so I just did ten minutes of jump rope. Yeah, it just fucks with my throat too much. I just don't I just don't bother with it. That's not how it is for me. It was just like I just don't want to be out there if it's cold and windy and gray. It's like why I don't. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was the same way. Like sometimes when I play hockey, even like I'd like be in the hockey rink, and like I would I would like breathe in too much through my mouth, and it would I would like it would just get like it would just be so cold in my throat that my throat would start to hurt. Hmm. No, I don't have that. I just don't want to be outside if it's shitty. Well, that too. I mean, that's not true because like in the winter it can be thirty and gray, but I'll just put on snow pants and a you know a winter jacket, and we'll go adventuring outside. Because it'll feel warm. Then. So long. I mean, if it's above zero, you like, know what I mean. Like that's like warm though. Right. Where in like the dead of winter, now it's cold. Forty <laughs> degrees now. It's like, well, fuck this. It was already seventy. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, and that was literally. I was like, I don't want to run outside. It's too dumb and shitty. Were you gonna say something when I said, "Do you have anything else?" Uh, I just had like this, this weird thought that, like, I'd seen, uh, I've seen three different depictions of. Hannibal Lecter, like you, you bringing up uh, Mads Mikkelsen, like thanks, Pat. Casanza uh, the Lambs, you had Sir Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. uh, and that is, uh, uh, you know, a really, really good movie. He's great. And then I watched Hannibal, and that's Mads Mikkelsen, and that takes place pre. Um, Sounds of the Lambs is, is that like Red Dragon? That's Red. That's Red Dragon. Okay, uh, and that's with. Oh, I can't think of the. I can't think of the name of the male detective. Um, but Never he, seen that. But he's hunting. Uh, I think they call him the Tooth Fairy. I, I, forget, I forget which. I forget which killer it is, in that book. But Matt Mickelson's great. Like he plays this kind of like. Because he looks super foreign, just the way he is, like mm-hmm. as as a man. Was he Danish? I think. I think yeah. He's 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 in that area, whatever that area is, uh, Scandinavian. Yeah, there you go. Um, and like the way he talks, and like so, like he commands like a certain air about himself. Mm-hmm. It, like it's different than the way Anthony Hopkins played it. It's a lot more like subdued. Like you had that 
because you already knew that Anthony Hopkins was bad in Silence of the Lambs. So, like, everything, like, he just looked evil, and the way he, like, portrayed mm-hmm. himself was just this menace, okay. constant menace. That's the way it kind of felt with, with Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Mads is still murdering people because he's still Hannibal Lecter, and he's still, you know, he's still yeah. a serial killer. Um, but he's, like, interacting and, like, working with the FBI to, like, help them try and try and solve some of these cases and things like that. Okay. Uh, but he's also, like, playing psychological mind games with these people because he's also killing people and also doing doing things but he's is Hannibal he's good? smarter than everybody else oh yeah it's it's a it's a very neat show okay oh it's a show yeah yeah okay um do they know that he's killing people no okay. that, that's a, that's the whole point like he like because he's just a psychologist um or like a psychiatrist and he's working with the the main detective who who really kind of went off the deep end on like a, on like an earlier case like he's had, maybe we should watch. He that. got too much in like the mind of the people he was trying to catch mm. because he's very, very good at it. Like he's like he's very mind empathetic master. in that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of like psychology and and things like that at at play. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's in it. He's really good. Uh, but it's very uh, so it's a it's a slightly different take on that same character, but it it works very well. Like it's, okay. it's still Hannibal <clears throat> Lecter. Um, and then there's a Michael Mann movie. Uh, I already forget the name of it, but I watched that on my bike like a couple weeks ago. Uh, is that one red? There's a movie called red dragon. That one might fuck. That one might just be red dragon i remember my oh, sister called manhunter manhunter thank okay thank you Wallaby. wait no manhunter is the one i'm thinking of no Man- manhunter is the movie yeah and it's it was made in like the 80s yeah 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 and so, and so my sister, i remember watching that with my sister and so it's michael mann yep. who did like heat and all this stuff so yeah it's a weird a, a different take on this it's because everything is but it's based on red dragon yes yeah so, like everything is sleek like yep. everything's still michael mann like people look cool i remember that one um yeah, same story. But you don't have, you know, it's 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 Brian Cox in that one, and he's not in it a whole bunch. They don't they don't really use um, Hannibal Lecter a bunch in. Oh, they're different movies. Wade says. Then maybe what I watched was Red Dragon. Well, uh, yeah, Manhunter is well. Brian Co- is, was Brian Cox the one you watched? <laughs> Did Dan say that? It's the Michael Mann movies where people look cool. That's the no, na- that's I don't the mem- nature of Michael Mann. I don't movies. remember people looking cool. I think Hold on. Yeah, Red Dragon's is the 2000s. No, that Okay, no. Red Dragon has Anthony Hopkins in it. Yes. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, Brian yeah, Brian Cox is in. Manhunter was based on Red Dragon 1986. Yep. Yes, this is the movie I saw cuz I can re- distinctly remember Can you see the screen at all? Here, I'll bring it over here. I distinctly remember this. Yeah. And like it's like these white, yeah. And like he and he plays like Hannibal Lecter, just a little bit different. Like it's they're all right. taking the same source character. Oh, this is Brian Cox. Okay. Yeah. Wow, he's young as fuck here. Yeah. And so like they're all they're all taking the same character, and they're all playing him in just like with just like just different mm-hmm. levels, like different nuances. Like they're all all of them seem like Hannibal Lecter. Like yeah, it, but it, just with. Like, because like you start with such a high bar, like the first time I saw it was Anthony Hopkins. So it's, that movie's so good. So it took me a couple, like an episode two. What is Silence of the Lambs based on? I think it's just called Silence of the Lambs. Is there a book called Silence of the Lambs? So. I think my sisters read both of those, but I never have. Um, 
and so it took me a couple episodes to like accept like you know because like Mads is good but it, like it took me an episode to be like okay this is like this is him playing Hannibal oh. Lecter um but yeah, like there's a scene at the end of Ma- at, at the end of Manhunter where like he figures out where like who the killer is and like he's you know he's he's got this lady at his house and so like they're like we gotta wait for the cops to show up he's like he's like I know he's in there and so like he just like there's just like he just he just like sprints and just jumps through like the window at him Mavs does no it, this is Manhunter okay uh it completely misses and like gets like gets the shit kicked out of him um I don't remember that I remember there's like a scene outside in the trees yeah I mean I saw this probably. That's that's him. all of my thirty five. Yeah, this is probably twenty years ago that I saw this. That was him trying to recreate, um, the what the killer did. Okay, before which is interesting because like he's playing, he's out at night. He's right? playing the same character in that movie as the main character in Hannibal. That Mads is no no. So 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 Mads is Hannibal Lecter. Yep. But the, so like the main character in Manhunter is the same character in the same FBI agent in the well, yeah, because they're shows. okay. Cause they're based so on the, the same, same character. Right. And so it's it, like when he got up in the tree in the movie, I'm like, Oh, he did that in the TV show. Like, so it's, it's, it's also interesting to see like the same way they play this. Cause like, they're also playing the same character. I should read those. Uh, so it's silence. The that. lambs. Okay. Wait. Uh, Kibby says it red dragon, silence of lambs and Hannibal are a book series. Okay. Okay. Thomas Harris, Javin says, Red Dragon book was adapted into both the movies. Okay. Okay. Uh, speaking of TV series, did you have anything else to say about Hannibal? Um, I, I, I think I now that I now that I remember that it exists, I have to finish the third season because it got to the point where like I was watching that in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, like early on, I didn't want to watch anything depressing in the pandemic. And I was thinking, so like, it gets to the third season, it's like. I'm going to stop for right now. I've talked about that before. That that was me. I've meant to read like, The Handmaiden's like, Tale for years, and it was just like, meh. Like, it's like graphic as fuck. Like, okay. you know, because it's like, it's like. Amber and I, that was after Nemo was born, too. Mm-hmm. Amber and I were watching uh, Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. We had been watching Mindhunter. That was like Nemo's was bo- Nemo was born, and we went to watch it, and I was like, I don't want to watch this shit. I don't, like, I just don't want to watch. I don't want, I don't want to, like, willfully get in kind of depressing shit in my mm-hmm. life unless it's like really 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 well done mm-hmm. like a uh a uh, parasite the mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. you know what i mean where it's like spectacular it's like that movie's depressing but it's spectacularly done in such a unique and awesome way where yeah. it was like Mindhunter hunter wasn't it was just like a thing to watch mm-hmm. and it was like i don't need this in my life yeah like like because it's like you know like people are being splayed and like displayed in certain ways yeah, okay. or like oh let's you know let's they this guy's body has been turned into a beehive you know it's like i'm good for right now i'll still watch that stuff but like even you know we what was the dumb movie 13th warrior we watched Mm -hmm. this tuesday for movie night and there's a part where this crying little boy comes up (laughs) and it was like i barely paid attention to that movie Mm -hmm. and that movie made almost zero impact on me Mm -hmm. but i literally got welled up when this like because i'm just thinking of my little Mm -hmm. boy running away from some murder like Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just don't need as much of that in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I like I, I put Nemo in that scene too, but I got excited. I'm Jesus, like, yeah. like I'm like I gotta chase him through the woods. 
<laughs> Kibby. It's never going to not get brought up, no. unfortunately. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I got, I got that, that thing is what I'm going to start doing next week. I'm going to just finish Hannibal. Just finish Hannibal. So, yeah, speaking of TV series that I can watch, Amber and I finished Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Season one. That's one of the best seasons of TV mm-hmm. I think I've ever seen, period, certainly within the last five years. Yeah. It's great. And I'm going to, I'm Vita, if you're here, Vita Manderson. There's, don't, don't fuck him. There's, <laughs> yeah, Amber. Oh my God. So good. There, there's a running joke because Dan told me on the podcast to watch it and mm-hmm. dad had heard about it from Nick, but Vita Manderson, Matt had been talking about it in movie night chat for like weeks. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And so Amber and I started watching this series and we we're like three episodes in and I was like, man, I think Matt would really like this. <laughs> so one night we were in discord and I said to Matt, I was like, oh, Matt, Dan told me about the show and I think you would really like it. It's called Ted Lasso. <laughs> and Matt goes, are you seriously fucking telling me to watch the show that I've told everybody in movie night to watch like four times? <laughs> and I just, I genuinely had no idea. I, it like made me cry laughing because I just didn't. Oh yeah, I had no idea. Like he had vocally said it like oh the week before <laughs> to you in vo- like in chat like you you heard him say the words. I don't remember it, but all I know, but <laughs> I did love. Then in uh, in movie night, somebody was making fun of me for it, and I was like, I don't know. I just saw a show that I thought my friend would love, and I wanted <laughs> him to know it. And Matt put the gift for that basketball guy. <laughs> There's a basketball player gift that's great where he just goes, mm. yeah, like, all right, well. You got me. At least there's that. Uh, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. Amber and I couldn't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is it written by the guy who did Parks and Rec and everything? Did you tell me that at some point? I don't I don't think so. It seems like it's in that vein, though, where yes. it is comedic. It's got and funny, but it's very heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And even some of the main characters get like mad and upset with each other. Mm-hmm. And they get mad and upset in... I thought it was done so well because they get upset with each other in human ways. Even mm-hmm. though it's a comedic show, they get upset with each other in human ways. And then resolve being upset like mature adults yeah. in really heartfelt ways. Mm-hmm. Amber and I cried during an episode of that show. I mean, and also like busted out laughing. We had to pause it Mm -hmm. at one point laughing because Amber was laughing so hard. I had already seen, because I watched the first two episodes, then I was like, Amber's got to watch this show. And there's a moment, I don't want to spoil it, but you know what it is. Oh, yeah. There's a moment that Amber, and it was the same thing with me. I was by myself watching the show, and when this moment happened, I was like, ha! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it's just, it's, you know, when you're by yourself, you don't laugh as much because laughing's so social, but... If you, if you, my laugh scared Joey off the couch. If you can't come check in with Dan, yeah. are you okay? Did his laugh hurt you? If you can't suspend your disbelief that a, a basketball coach from America would, not would a show be, for you would be paid to be the, the coach of a no, isn't soccer he? he's team. a football coach, not basketball. Basketball, he's football. Basketball, no, he's football. That's why in the last okay, you're just trolling me. I was like, God damn it, I'm right. It's basketball, it's not basketball, it's Wichita State. It's not basketball. In the last episode, they, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's not basketball. It's football. He's a he's a he's a uh, what do they call it? A third division, three D. What is it called? Get D three. D 
mm-hmm. not 3D. He's a D3 football coach. It's not basketball. <laughs> Did you even watch this show? No, I, I don't. <laughs> uh, Where are you going, Joey? But yes, if you can't get past that. Amber, if you're up, Joey wants to get out. Yeah. Uh, it's like just yeah. You, you just have to. You just have to like it just for whatever reason. Like in this world, just it's okay. It just happened. I think it works for me because I don't know enough about how English soccer works. Well, you're you're Ted Lasso, Thanks, Amber. right? <laughs> so it's like yeah, sure they could make him a soccer coach, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just loved. It's funny and lighthearted, but mm-hmm. still very human. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, I'm. I didn't realize it before that show, but I am craving shows like that mm-hmm. where it's not 30 Rock Mm-mm. and off the wall. Uh, and it's not, you know, I love Friends, mm-hmm. but it's not Friends where it's like a sitcom. Like, I, you know, Friends is a show where I watch it and I love it, but it's like at the same time, I'm like, I get why people don't like this show. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not ignorant to that. Like, I get why you wouldn't like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But this is just, I don't know. It's done in the way that like, it's like Parks and Rec is done, only a, it's a little more serious. Like it takes itself a little more seriously. Yes, it's not quite The Good Place. Because I think The Good Place might be the most, might be I, a little more, might deal a little more with like so far, the I've psychology liked it, of people. I've liked it better than The Good Place, Ted Lasso. I've, I think it's done such a good job of dealing with human relationships. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does it does what what good fiction can really do, which is heighten aspects like take normal aspects of people mm-hmm. and heighten them mm-hmm. so that you're more aware of like their you know like Ted Lasso is more positive than probably anybody is, mm-hmm. but it it's heightening that personal aspect so that you can be aware of things that happen when you're a very positive. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, they just did that really well where it's these aspects of people's personalities are elevated and then they have those people interact with each other and you can kind of see like you're seeing, you're, you, like you were saying about Good Place, mm-hmm. the human psychology and the human emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it just every single episode made my heart warm. It was just a really good episode mm-hmm. where like Amber and I also recently finished watch. It's so fun to watch TV with my wife again. I feel like I haven't done it in forever because the kids, we finished watching uh, new girl mm. and new girl was really good and really fun and had moments that were like, ah, but like no moments that made me cry. I don't think, um, right back at Jammer. but new girl is like, it's insane. Yeah. Like none of it makes sense. I mean, at one point, they have a badger in air vents in that show. Yeah, because you do. Right. <laughs> it's insane, but I love that. I Like, I love that show, I think, needed to lean even more into the insanity of the people who were friends with each other. Mm. Yeah. Ted Lasso is really good. If you have a chance, go watch it. And I can't wait for the second season. You'll have to move on to uh, Succession now. Oh, fuck. I forgot about Succession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started rewatching The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I mean, when you rewatch something, you know, we're not glued. To, yeah, 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 Amber, we got to watch Succession. That is not the same. Succession is no. 
Succession gets heavy. That's the that's the darkest form of comedy. <laughs> it is funny, but it is dark. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, we gotta watch Succession though. That was the last show I was watching. I didn't so how many seasons are there? Two or three? Three? What okay, let's say there's two or three. Let's say there's three. Sure. What I literally haven't watched the last episode of the last season that was made. Yeah. Because it was right. And it's like building this shit. Like, like that's, right. that, that's like quite the thing to just stop at. It was, but it was right when pan- the pandemic yeah. happened. Cause that's, I would watch that show when I went to the high school at night oh, that's right. and get on the elliptical mm-hmm. and that, cause it was like an hour long show and I would just be on the elliptical for an hour and I would just watch that show. Uh, and then the pandemic happened and it was just like, I didn't, I couldn't consume anything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. What what ABV is this? I feel good in liquor. Four and a half. Jeez, no, it's four point nine. Dan. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, this is like seven. <laughs> Dude, I never drink beer anymore. I I I I found myself like. like I, was, I was I was I've never like drank a lot, but like, it's like maybe every other day I'll have a beer. Like, it's not like yeah. That's, I would. I mean, normally I would have a beer just about every day. Mm-hmm. A beer, you know. I'd come home from work and have a beer, and I'm not kidding you. Like, I just feel. I don't know. I feel really good lately. Yeah, like I, I don't like I don't eat them or don't eat them. Don't I don't eat my beer. Uh, like with dinner. Because okay. like I, I, I just you know I just I just. For whatever reason, I just don't like this to like. It's never been something I've liked to do. Just kind of sit there and like drink by myself. It's always, it's always felt weird. Like, it's like a weird. So wait, when do you drink on Discord? So on like, Discord. So, so yeah, like the okay. only times I like I will is like I, um, it's like movie night for sure and like this. Uh, but like you know. But if you're playing games in Discord, like I might crack a beer. Yeah, like I might I might just go get one. I, it's like a weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just I've never felt weird about that. Like I would come home and have a beer by myself, mm-hmm. or I love sitting with a book and having a beer. But the, the book one is like, if I have more than a beer, then I can't sit with a book. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I So I went to the doctor uh, and just had like my yearly doctor visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, because remember right before I had my second uh, shot, I thought I was getting the shingles again. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if you never had a rash, it probably wasn't the shingles. Like... You just might have your nerves might be sensitive still from having the shingles. Uh, your nerve, and I was like, could my nerves be sensitive from my hernia surgery? And he's like, they could be. Like your nerves can just, I don't know. Hmm. But he was like, if you didn't have any rash present, you didn't have the shingles. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. But that was, but even and the difference was when I actually had the shingles last summer. I I didn't feel well either. Mm -hmm. Like I felt run down and exhausted all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I had, like I was sick. And this time, even when I had those feelings, it was, and I wonder how much of it was just my mind running away with like, oh, I had that feeling. And then my mind just goes insane because Mm -hmm. I'm that way. But I felt like I was still having great workouts. I just had energy all the time. And now, since I've had my second shot and I don't have to stress about that, it was like, fine, give, I'll get the shingles again. I don't get the, I don't give a fuck. I had the second shot. I can see my mom again. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just felt, and I know it won't 
go forever, but it's like I've just felt really good lately. Mm. I've just felt healthy and happy. Mm. Uh, I think a big part of that is the way I'm eating. Oh, uh, yeah, it's got it's to help a ton. But just not having beer that often, I really like, I think it just makes a huge difference. Uh, and yeah, like my, I know we talk about eating all the time on this podcast, but ask my wife, I'm obsessive. The other day she was like, I don't want to hear about your calories. And I was <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> you hear about my calories a lot. So <laughs> that's probably fine. Uh, so yesterday, Tuesday, Monday, Sunday, Saturday, and then Friday didn't count because Friday we had beers at Barrel Theory, and I had, I don't know which part of what I was saying you're laughing at, Wild Beef, and we had five guys, but uh, every day has been under 1,800. Mm. I've had 1,700 calories, and I've still felt great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's probably closer to like 18, 19, because I will, you know, like I'll eat the the last few pieces. Okay. <laughs> I, I, did, I laughed when she said it to me. She was like, I don't want to hear about your calories right now. I just want to watch the show. And I just laughed and was like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Amber also knows, and I think – kind of likes in me that I do process everything kind of orally because she's the first one who ever pointed that out to me. She's like, yeah, you need to talk to people to know what you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is why I love this podcast and hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah, like I'll eat the last few pieces of chicken that Nemo didn't eat or mm-hmm. the last little piece of bread that, or, you know, it's not much, but mm-hmm. it's probably like, if you count that stuff in, it's probably closer to like 1,800 calories, which isn't a lot, Mm-mm. but I just felt good. I just felt good. And so, yeah, I don't – there's no part of me that like gets home and wants a beer. Mm-mm. Do you know what I mean? But I used to. Like I used to get home and be like, fuck, I want a beer. Mm-hmm. And I would – I, you know, it was never – like it. I was never worried about it being like an alcoholic thing or anything because it was just like – I just want a beer, mm-hmm. but I really want a beer. Mm-hmm. Just in the same way that like I really want a cheeseburger. <laughs> it would just be like, I really want a beer. Then I'd have a beer and be like, cool. But I would do that five, six nights a week, probably seven sometimes mm-hmm. where I would just have a beer every day. Uh, yeah, I've just felt good. I'm like my, psych- my psychology. I've just felt like things are rolling off my... Is it roll off your shoulder? What is it? Roll off your back? You're not making a good case for um, whatever, whatever the sentence is supposed to be. I'm wicking sweat away. I don't know what it is. No. It, it, things have just... They haven't been bugging me as much. Sure. Uh, and maybe it's because there's low stress too. You know, things... I, I, I was getting... I remember getting annoyed with people more easily when... Uh, like we first learned that Amber's grandma wasn't doing well and we were mm-hmm. trying to figure that out and... People were going up to Duluth all the time. And <laughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I got on this. I've just been ranting. No, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right, should we do Rob's Random? Because I think it'll be a fun one for chat. Sure. I don't know if Rolo's still here. He said he wouldn't be able to chat, but he was going to yeah, listen. Yeah, I think he said he was going to still listen. 
Uh, so we have one segment on this podcast. It's called Rob's Random Topic. And the way it works is this. Once a week, Dan or myself will text our friend Rob on a group chat demanding a random topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's first thought, best thought. That's the rule. Whatever comes into Rob's mind first is what he has to share with us. Uh, like water off a duck's back. Thank you. Perfect. Um, so that just means that Rob doesn't get to curate a list or think of things ahead of time. It's whatever is in the moment. And <laughs> this moment was perfect because in our work chat, I just done Dan had just <laughs> done a Nintendo 64 GIF, and I just happened to have texted Rob that he needed to give us a random topic. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gave us one. Best and worst Nintendo 64 games. Uh... Best is really hard for me because two of my absolute favorite games, probably in my top 10 favorite games of all time, mm-hmm. are Nintendo 64 games. So, okay. like, deciding between those two is really tough. Okay. Worst? Mm-hmm. I really don't know. I didn't play a lot of bad N64 games, I feel like. Yeah, like, I, I never. Is there a widely known bad N64 game? There has to be. There's a Superman game that's supposedly the worst game of all time. Oh, I've heard about that Superman <laughs> game. I've never played it, though. So that's N64. I never played it. Uh, I didn't own an N64. You didn't? No. Oh. Um. So like, I never played any of the Zeldas. So yeah, I guess it would just be Goldeneye for me. Best is Goldeneye. Worst is Superman 64. Kibby <laughs> <laughs> says what you just said. Yeah, um, so probably probably Goldeneye. I can remember buying my N sixty four. How much was an N sixty four? Was it one ninety nine? Probably, or two ninety nine. I don't remember what it was, but what I remember is that in order to get one, mm-hmm. I needed to pick up extra shifts at Burger King. I'm pretty sure it was Burger King. Wherever I was working at the time, it was either mm-hmm. Burger King or Toys R Us. No, it had to be Burger King because I didn't buy it from Toys R Us. Uh, and I had just gotten my paycheck mm-hmm. and had just gotten off work and I picked up extra shifts and I somehow convinced my sister's boyfriend to drive me to Funko Land mm-hmm. or GameStop. I can't remember which one it was. But you know where the old Best Buy was? That's Funko Land. Right, but it also turned into a GameStop at some point. It would have been Funko Land when you would have bought that. Though. Okay. So it was... They made a Castlevania game for 64? I didn't even know that. Was, that, was it 3D? Were you actually like moving in 3D like Mario? Sorry. <laughs> I got totally derailed by that because that blew my mind. Um, I somehow convinced my sister's boyfriend at the time to bring me there. Mm-hmm. And I like was so excited. I had just gotten this check and I had enough money and I bought it in cash. Mm-hmm. And I bought my N64 uh, with Zelda 64. Mm. Um, I think it was 199 But wait, that can't be right either. Because when, when did the 64 come out? I might be conflating things. 64 came out before I had a job. Almost for sure. Um... I don't recall. 
Rolla says, yep and yep. It was convoluted and stunk. Okay. So the, so the, I could see that. Cause the 25 I, I the, worst games on the Nintendo 64. Because, yeah, like that was like, you know, like they were moving into the dumb 3D. Late 90s. Okay. So I would have had a job. You may have had a job then. And 1999 was when I got my first job. Okay. So it came out before that. But I think this was when I bought my own because nobody bought it for me. Why is that? Why is that red? How did you do that? Why is your Why is your Why is your message? What's red? happening? How are you doing this? Automod held a message, Javin. Oh, it's because he said like it somehow took like the N sixty four guh and like made. It that. thinks it's a slur or something. Oh, is it? No. It thinks it is. Yeah, I think it's somehow maxing it in it to like I. Because it ends with an N, it starts an N and ends with GA. That's funny. It might be Lots thinking. of N64. It auto moderated here. I'm gonna allow. All right, we're gonna we're gonna let your message go this one time, Javin. Lots of N64 games with pretty bad reputations. Can't say I played most of them on that list. Okay, Wallaby says it was 1996, so I would have been 11. So you guess you're working at Burger King. I was not working at Burger King, so I think I'm conflating that memory with something else. Did they make a Doom for Nintendo 64? Yeah, Doom 64. They did. Okay. Earthworm Jim 3D? I didn't know that was a game. Hexen. Oh, here. I'll bring this over here for you. Uh, Dark Rift. Never played that. Never played that. Quest 64. That Quest was, 64. That was an RPG. Never played that. Deadly Arts. Didn't never play that. that. Mike Piazza get out, Strike get, get Zone. Get out of here, Piazza. Never played you. War Gods. That looks terrible. That oh, looks like a terrible fighting game. Polaris' Snowcross. <laughs> no, thank you. Big Mountain Big 2000. Mountain. Razor Freestyle oh, Scooter no. didn't play that. California Speed played that. Didn't play that. Bio that? Freaks. That was dumb. With Freaks is some kind of acronym, I guess. Okay, yeah. Sure. WCW Nitro played that. Don't remember hating it. Uh, Daikatana. Daikatana didn't play that. MRC Multi Racing Championship. Yeah, Don't that. remember that. Dual Heroes. Nope. South Park Rally. <laughs> nope. Blues Brothers 2000. What? Olympic Hockey. Nagano 98. Carmageddon. Didn't play that. Uh, Clay Fighters. I, I think I, I played that. I played the Super Nintendo version of Clay Fighters. Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. Nope. Mortal Kombat Mythologies. Ooh. I played this, but not for six, yeah, 64. This game sucked. I was yeah, so was, excited about it, and this game was terrible. It was, yeah, it was pitiful. And then it's Superman, yeah, it's just, it's which I've I know I've heard Superman is one of the worst games yeah. ever. Um, so let's see. Javin says Mario sixty four would probably be my favorite though. That'd be number two for me. Yeah, that worst twenty five list is pretty dead on. Wild Beef says Rolo says there was a game I waited and waited for that was in production for the longest time called Winback. It came out and sucked. <laughs> Wild Beef says Rob and I aligning on N sixty four. It seems. And Kibby says, Clay, Clay Fighter sucked. Okay, so everybody's going to jump down my throat on this, but I'm just saying out of the 64 games I owned... Bomberman. My, I didn't own Bomberman. My least favorite and most favorite. My most favorite, I'm just going to... This is my podcast, so I don't give a fuck. It's a tie. Mario 64 and Zelda 64. Sure. They're two of the best games... I've sure. ever played in my life, and I've played them a ton. Mm -hmm. 
I've probably played through Mario 64 more times. That would make sense, I would think. I've, but I've. It's beat, easier to just pick up and go. I've beaten Mario 64. I don't know more than ten times in my life, but I've probably beaten Zelda 64 close to ten times, if not more. I love those games mm-hmm. to death. The game that I played the least that I owned, so I'm going to say it's my least favorite, was Star Fox. Okay. It was by no means was it a bad game. Just uh, Ocarina. Not Majora's Mask. No. I didn't actually play Majora's Mask. Uh, I also don't know what... I know that I convinced my sister's brother to take me to buy a console. It must have been a PlayStation. No, that can't be it. Because I, I, I got a PlayStation for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it can't be that. Maybe it was a PlayStation 2. That's probably more likely. When I was 14. That sounds, that sounds more right. Because I feel like I was probably like 16 when we got our PS2. Yeah, I would say if I had a whole... <laughs> If Rolo described it as a holy trinity, if I was going to say my holy trinity, then yeah, Goldeneye is on there. But I didn't play Goldeneye by myself a bunch. Uh, I played Goldeneye with friends. I played Goldeneye more than... Even single player Goldeneye you played with friends. Well, I played single player Goldeneye... Because you're trying to get the cheats. Right. But I probably played Goldeneye more than any of them. Mm -hmm. But by myself, I I played through and beaten... Mario 64. Mario 64 is my favorite Mario game ever. There's no... Like, I didn't play... What was the one where you had a jet... Like, a water pack? And flew around. People seem to love that one. Uh, Whatever the new one was for the Twitch, people loved that one. Twitch? Is that what it's called? Uh, Mario... Galaxy? Odyssey. Okay, Mario Galaxy was another one people seem to love. Mm -hmm. I haven't played any of those. I think Mario 64 is probably the last one I played. Mm -hmm. Uh... Oh, WCW NWO Revenge was really good. Mm-hmm. Me and Matt and Donnie played a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smash Brothers, Kibby says, was also really good. Yeah, they they <laughs> the the Rolo. first <laughs> Gold Knight for five straight years. Sorry, go ahead. The first the first party Nintendo games were on fire for the sixty four generation. There with the the Zeldas. Mario 64, Mario Party. Was, that was the first oh, Mario, Mario Party. Oh, Mario Party. We played a played bunch. Too much Matt Mario Party. Matt literally got a bruise in the middle oh, of his hand. I, yeah. I cut myself. Oh, you cut yourself. Yeah. I just had a callus. No, they had to start sell, they, they had to start selling with a glove, and they removed that sort of game from every follow-up Mario Party. Did because they? Because they didn't want kids grinding away their hand <laughs> on the joystick. Amber says, I didn't like GoldenEye because my stepbrother was vicious and unfairly better. Uh, you're not great at video games, though. Let's be honest. Uh, Perfect Dark is probably the better shooter. Really? I think never like, played it. It's uh, it's just it's it's just made by the people that made Goldeneye, but if there's just more guns, more levels, more. I still up in my garage have my Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. with my green controller. Mm-hmm. Green's my favorite color. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I have Mario and Zelda for it still. Mm. I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna say Mario, sixty four is my favorite. Okay. Uh, N sixty four game, and Star Fox. This isn't saying it's a bad game. It was just my least favorite of the ones I owned. Uh I don't think I owned many sixty four games. I also owned. 
Was there a like snowboarding 1080 game? What was yeah. that game? It was called 1080 Snowboarding. Okay, it was called 1080 Snowboarding. I loved the fuck out of that game. And then did they make a Road Rash for 64 or was that yeah. PlayStation? Oh, shit. I remember there was one for one of those two. Okay, I, pro- I think it was PlayStation that I played that. Uh, yeah, I got rid of my N64. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I sold my, I traded in my N64 because mm-hmm. I know the Nintendo 64 is involved in some way. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I traded in my original N64 to get the PlayStation 2 with my paycheck. Okay. Uh, Road Rash 64. I think it was PlayStation. Okay. I played that a lot. Um, but yeah, I would say my number one would just be Mario 64. It's, I mean, it's my favorite Mario game of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it's so good. It's amazing. Okay. That's the one I'm thinking of, Javin. Uh, Javin says Road Rash on PlayStation has FMV and a grunge soundtrack. Ooh. It's got Soundgarden on there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I really distinctly remember that. Okay. Okay. What were you going to say? Sorry, Dan. Um, it's amazing what Nintendo has been able to do with Mario, the Mario games. They're so good. They they come out for every system. Is there a bad one? Not like the worst one out of all of them that's still good, but like, is there a bad Mario game? I don't know. Because like, two is two. Three is three. Like they're, they're I both, love they're both, two. They're both different, but they're both they're both great. Sixty four is great. Uh, Sunshine's good. Galaxy's good. Odyssey's good. Like yeah, I was Sunshine for the Wii because I had a Wii. I don't know how I didn't play that. Uh, no, Sunshine was Cube. Cube. Okay, I never owned a GameCube. Was there a Mario game for the Wii? That was Galaxy. That was Galaxy. Yeah, okay, I didn't could, play that one. You, you were like, you were like, you, he was jumping between planets. So you were like, you were like fleeing. Him. Okay, Rollo says Mario is missing stinks out loud. Is that was that on like the sixty four? Was that like a computer game? You know another great or Mario game Nintendo. that's not Mario? Luigi's Haunted Mansion. Mm. That game fucking ruled. I played a ton of that game. Is it just called Luigi's Haunted Mansion? What Lu- system Luigi's was Mansion. Luigi's Mansion? What system was that on? Cube was the first one. How did I play a bunch of that? I had to play that with Donnie then. I but I I very distinctly remember that game. I played a lot of yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was GameCube. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it's they're a company that knows their characters so well. Like anytime they make a Zelda game or anytime they make a Mario game, they 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 love and care for them so much that like they just make these great games. Nemo and I are playing through Mario three right now. Mm. And it's very nostalgically fun. He's not good at I keep trying to get him to play, mm-hmm. but he doesn't like to play because he's fucking terrible because yep. he's four. Mm-hmm. And those games are hard. I don't know how I played those games when I was a kid. I mean, when did Mario 3 come out? I had to be like seven, maybe eight. Yeah, we couldn't have been that old. Right? Mario 3? Maybe I was even younger than that. I know for a fact for my fifth birthday, I got Nintendo. When yeah, did I first play a Nintendo game? Like I feel like I was playing like Super Nintendo Mario. Yeah, but Schwartz, you're older than me. 
that would have been like I'd have been like twelve or thirteen playing Super Nintendo Mario. No. Nineteen ninety. Okay. So that so when I was five I got my first Nintendo and I must have got it with Mario three. Okay. Uh I don't know when I played who asked that? When did you play your first Nintendo game? I don't know, because I think my cousins had it before I did. And then I got a Nintendo for my fifth for my fifth birthday that had Duck Hunt and Mario. I still have it. My original Nintendo. It's got the the gun. Mm-hmm. And I think it came with Duck Hunt and Mario. And then I think I got Mario 3 as like a side game for it. Yeah, I do not remember because I think I was fairly young. Okay. Because like my brother's three years older than me. So like, you know, I'm sure it was more for him than it was necessarily for me at that time. But like I still I still played it. So I don't exactly remember exactly what age I, I was when we got it. But ours was the three in one. Um mario duck hunt uh track and field oh yeah that's what we had so, like, and so, we so, had the pad yeah so it came with the pad the pad yeah. was in the box too uh no i didn't have the pad on my own i just had mario and duck hunt okay my friend jeff had the pad uh not this jeff and you learn you learn quickly with the pad to just get on your knees and just smash with your hands yeah if you want to beat cheetah right. you have to get on your knees you gotta smash you don't with your do hands. It with your legs no you can't you're not faster than cheetah uh, so Javin says I should bring my NES Classic for you. Nemo might manage better with a smaller controller. Yeah, that That's is a, a part point. of it. Is he struggles to hold? He also constantly wants to use the joysticks mm-hmm. and forgets he can't use the joysticks. Oh, it's because you're playing with that thing, right? Uh, he's actually there was a certain part in Hollow Knight because I was playing that with him for a while. There was a certain part in Hollow Knight I would go to that he could play. And kill all the characters, and mm-hmm. he was getting good at that. But he was using the joystick. Uh, wow, Schwartz says he remembers playing Centipede Arcade with the roller ball before ever playing Nintendo. It's it, it's interesting that he brings that up. Like I, uh, I, I'm assuming my parents had bought this for themselves. Like I, say, I don't think it, they would have bought like a, a system for my brother at some point. So this must have been like. Yeah, like he'd been way too young. Um, but we we had a ColecoVision uh, before we had the Nintendo. So Is like, that so? That's like a it's like a it's like Atari era. So what was the thing I posted in in Movie Night like several months ago? And Javin was like, "Man, you had a whatever it was. Do you remember what that was, Javin?" Sorry, keep going. Um. And uh, yeah, like that was like my first introduction to like video games as like a small kid, and those games were these were stupid and they sucked. Like they're all hard. Uh, but the fucking controller was literally a number pad with a oh, that's dial. Not, that's not what I had. So we had. So I have brothers, Vectrex. Let me see if that's right before I just say that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Vec- there was this terrible Smurf Smurfs game for this ColecoVision that I played all the yes, time. Yes, Vectrex is what we had. So my I have my my brothers are much older than me. My mm-hmm. brother Jason is 50 How old am I? 51 is how old Jason is. Okay. Uh and my brother Ben would be 49 if he was alive. Mm-hmm. So they're like much older than me mm-hmm. cuz I'm 35. And they had this Vectrex and then I just inherited it. Mm-hmm. That was my first gaming system. And Vectrex was just a black box mm-hmm. with a little tv in it 
and you would put real floppy disks in it, mm. like actual floppy disks. You'd put those in it, and then you had like colored things that went over the screen. Okay. So you'd have to put these plastic colored things in there to like get the graphics, and then you were basically just like little things of light moving around shooting. That was my first video game experience. And then I think after that, it would be like, who said it? Kibbe? Oregon Trail, and then uh, Javin brought up Number Munchers. That would be the other one. Yeah, it was. But we did have a Vectrex, and I remember playing that. Yeah, it was ColecoVision, and then my they had a computer. I can't remember like what kind it was, but it took uh, those floppies. Yeah. So we had like King's Quest. Yep, I or, remember King's Quest. Uh, Top Gear, like a like a like a oh, driving like a, it's like a driving game, but like you know it's like it's purple, black, and blue. Like you know it's just it's just it's three colors. You know it's just. It's just driving around. There was a video game I couldn't for the life of me beat, but I played all the time, and it was a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. And I remember the computer we had, because my stepdad like bought computers. The computer we had, it was a CD-ROM, mm-hmm. but the whole CD like mm-hmm. diskette ejected, and then it had a flap that you had to open up, put the CD-ROM in it, and then like close it, and then put that whole diskette in mm-hmm. and it was a star wars game and the very first level you like shot at stormtroopers or something i can't remember and then the next level you flew in like a starfighter sure and my stepdad had bought a joystick Ooh. to fly the starfighter and it had a button on it and you could shoot and i could never i don't think i ever made it past that level or i might have but the i it's all fuzzy now, but I would play that first level over and over again just to get to that starfighter starfighter level. <laughs> well, if you said my stepdad bought computers, must be nice. He did. We like we just always had kind of modern computers mm-hmm. for a long like for a long time. And he bought the joystick with it. He never played them. He just bought it and I got to play it. It was cool. But I I really distinctly remember that because I still I remember thinking like man when you you know when you got the like shitty plastic tray that would eject and mm-hmm. you drop the CD in it and put it in I remember thinking like it was so much cooler when you had this like cool plastic case with this metal thing on the bottom like that those were dope oh yeah uh but yeah yeah I feel like the the first CD thing we had at my school. This is like way before we even had anything close to that at home. Like, it didn't. Um, like the like the tray didn't pop out, and you would put it in that way. You would just shove. No, yeah, the floppy disk. You put no, no, it. This, oh, this okay. Is the floppy disk. This is this is CD. Uh, so it's it wouldn't like the tray wouldn't pop out, and you wouldn't put it in like you did with the flap. Mm-hmm. You just shoved in like a cassette with a CD in it. So that's like, what I'm saying. It, 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 like no tray popped out. No, it was like a whole. That's what I'm saying. The diskette. It was like a plastic box would come out, and uh-huh. you'd have to open a flap on it and put the CD in it. Oh, so like, okay, that's. I think it's. So I, it would I, be I, like I, I thought you were talking about a tray coming. No, out. okay. I did at one point because that's what I was saying. Like when you got to the point where you pushed it, and the plastic tray would just come out a little ways, and you'd put the CD in it, and then you push the button, and mm-hmm. it would close again. That's where I was like, this is the stupid shitty plastic. 
before the one we had before it would be like a whole you'd have to take a whole thing out yeah and then you'd have to open a plastic part of it mm-hmm. put the cd in it close the plastic and then put this whole cartridge yeah in back into the computer Our, I, that I, was how that star wars i, game I don't was think played. they trusted elementary school kids to like touch cds yeah so it was uh we never had it, it was just the cartridge with the cd in it so okay. like if, if i was they would just if be I had to bring up Encarta, yeah i would just shove the Encarta like hard sure. card jewel case into the machine well i remember when we played number munches i'm pretty sure it was on floppy disks because what i remember is with the fl- or the you know with the floppy like disk at school or at home at school i don't remember ever putting a floppy into a computer i don't school. know if that's true all I know is that the floppy disks you would push in, and then mm-hmm. you'd have the little lever that you pulled down. Mm-hmm. Remember to be in front oh, yeah. of it, yep. dude. I've never felt old describing that until now. This is the first time where I've been like, "Fuck, that makes me feel old." Those stupid floppy disks mm-hmm. with just the tape in them. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yep, super thin, like yep. literally floppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I heard this probably over a decade ago, but somebody at one point was like, "Kids nowadays click the disk." To save, they have no idea what it is. Yep, they don't understand that. That's how you save things. That that that's a floppy disk, and it's not a not what most people would know as a floppy. Like it was literally this mm-hmm. floppy bendable. And that was, I also heard at the same time it was like, or you tell a kid to roll up the window. They don't know why you're telling them to roll up the window. <laughs> roll up the window. That's not how that works. Are there still cars where you have to roll up the windows? I think you can still find them. Yeah, but they're old. Like no, nothing comes off the line with a roll up anymore, does it, it? It might. Like you might be able to find a like a like Some a, like a cheap car with a car? with like a bunch of features not on it. I think you could probably do it. I think you'd have to ask for it though. Like I don't know if you could. Like you'd have to like. At least maybe in the United States you have to search for it. It's a thing my dad has done on multiple cars. It's like ask for that. He wanted like certain models and makes, but he didn't want leather. Which is like the opposite of what everybody wants. And he would ask like, well, I want like this exact package, but I don't want leather in it. Can you take it out and put fabric seats in it? And they're like, wait, what? You want to pay us to put fabric seats in your car? And he's like, yes. I guess. I guess you will take your money to do that. Mm -hmm. Because it's just so weird that they want, like everybody wants leather seats and he wouldn't want them. But now he has leather seats because that's, I think that's the only way you can get the air conditioned seats. I don't know if they have fabric seats that are air conditioned. I need like obsessed with air conditioned seats. Mm. It's cool, but gotta spend his money on something. Yeah, it's true. Can't take it with you. Could leave it to you. <laughs> you could leave it to me. <laughs> that means going to Japan. Yeah. All right, Dan. I gotta go pee. It's almost ten o'clock. All right. And I still gotta eat. Like 400 calories. 300. No, it's, what is it? It's not quite 400, you're right. <coughs> 341. Okay, okay. So it's closer to 300 if you're rounding down. Okay. Ah, uh, that was, that really makes me want to, bye. <laughs> How many calories is that burp? Ooh, good I call. Know. I don't know. Did I burp? Yeah, yeah you did. did. Didn't even realize I did. Sorry, everybody. Um, I don't usually drink. Well, usually. For the past uh, month and a half, I haven't drank 
this much beer on the podcast. That was really fun. I've thought to myself I was going to bug you guys to see if there's a way, if there's an N64 emulator that I could play Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that might... I don't know. I either want to do uh, Super Mario um, with Nemo after mm-hmm. Mario 3 or Mario 64. Yeah, I don't know if I... Because I, I, I was used to... <laughs> 2D movement, so that may have made 3D harder. So if, Nemo, you, if you just start with 3D, that n- might be easier. Nemo and I have played t- t- 2D and 3D games because yeah. we played through Ori and the Will of the Wisps mm-hmm. in 2D. We played through we we played some of Hollow Knight, mm-hmm. and he he got to play both of those games. So those are side scrollers, mm-hmm. and then we also played My Time in Porsche which is a 3D game, mm-hmm. and some other dumb fox idiot game. What I don't know what that game is called. Fox idiot game. You're a cartoon fox. It's Perfect. it's a very childish game, but it's in 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. That's Kibby. Right. Uh, next. So in two weeks, yeah. the next top five list is top five movie props, props you want to own, would like to own, uh-huh. or seem neat. Because originally my idea was like, what are f- top five movie props you wanted to own as a kid or like have as a kid? And then a bunch of people in movie nights were like, we were kids with terrible imaginations and we couldn't think of anything to own because w- our childhood sucks. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well then, then your top five, I don't know. You could make a joke list if you want to because I feel like that's the way Schwat and Wallabee are going to go. Mm-hmm. Or if there's like, Cool movie props that you love. What's your top five movie props? Oh, you're gonna cry after each of your props. Oh yeah, I'm gonna cry a lot. No. Uh, the other thing is, they are props, so you can't say you want like the flying skateboard from Back to the Future. You can. You can say you want it, but it's not gonna work the way it does in the movie. Correct. It's just gonna be a prop. Uh, and then we also said nothing. You can't pick a car. No. So no spaceships. No cars. Motorcycles, yes. No boats. Motorcycles jet, jet skis were yes. Are okay. Where do we decide? Where do we land on the the mech suit from Aliens? No, is that too big? That's too big. That's the size of a car. That's out. Yeah, you're right. That is the size of a car. Uh, unless it's a model, sure. If you wanna, if you want a, a Falcon F Millennium or whatever the thing is called from Star you Wars, you know what it's called. <laughs> I know, but it's so much more fun to troll everybody. Uh, if you want a Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. model, then mm-hmm. sure, you can have the Millennium Falcon or model. an X, X-Fighter? X X-Wing. TIE Fighter X-Wing. X-Wing yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, like those were te- those are technically props. They were used in the movie. Filming. Yeah, or a Death Star. Death Star? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that you hit it enough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the Millennium Elf Falcon, mm-hmm. just like the Ford F-150. Yes. <laughs> Falconing Millennium. It's his middle name. <laughs> Props meaning something you can lift and handle, not like a car. Just like Dan lifts motorcycles over his head. Yeah. I could probably lift the motorcycle. No, you couldn't. I, over your no, head? No, But. From the ground, sure. 
That's okay. They're heavy. I can't as do fuck. a car. I can't do a boat. You can't tip a car. I can on maybe your own? do a jet ski. You could maybe tip a boat in the water. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not doing it. It's jet skis and bu- jet skis and motorcycles only. Good reminder, though, Kibby. Uh, did we decide was is food a prop? Hard plastic food. But like actual food is not a prop. No. Okay. That, in inorganic. Then I can't do the. Wade, you were right. I want it like. I wanted to be at that meal from Hook <laughs> so bad. I'm sure every kid did, but that like forever has stuck out in my mind. It was just like, man, I want to eat that food. We'll do inorganic. So it's got to be plastic food? Or just like rocks. Like like rocks are technically inorganic. I don't want any prop rocks. It was really close to pop rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have any other housekeeping we have to do besides the next month's or tree's this too month's big. list? Right. What about a tree? Yeah, tree's too big. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't get an end. A small tree. Mm. What I guess you could do the tree from Charlie Brown's Christmas, which is also but that's also a cartoon. No, that's a cartoon. You can't do that. You can't hold that. You could do the tree from uh Christmas story. That's what? They have a tree? They have a Christmas tree somewhere in there, probably. It's as big as a car, though. It's not as big as a car. If you put that Christmas tree end to end, it's big as a car. No, you're thinking of Christmas vacation. Doesn't matter. All Christmas trees are judged on Christmas vacation. (laughs) (laughs) They're out. What? Schwatt just said, oh, no. They're out. Uh, I don't know. Put it. it. Oh, no. I'm going to tell you guys that half your lists are wrong. (laughs) They're not real props. Schwat says food is fine. All right, fine. Food's fine. Schwat must have sh- food on his list. All right, food's fine. <laughs> food's fine, but you can't pick the bugs from Temple of Doom. They're living bugs. Yeah. They don't exist yep. anymore. I guess that would mean that a part of the rule is that the prop still has to exist. Yeah, you have to be able to find a picture of it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Proof of life. This this list has the most clarifying fried monkey brains. Were those even fried? I thought they were just no, like, I thought he, they were just like he clarified raw. chilled. Okay. Uh or not clarified, corrected. Uh but yeah, just have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh snakes with snakes in it. I want the snakes from snakes on a plane. Ooh, what a those are all CG. Are there any fi- is the is the snake from Anaconda all CG? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kibby, I guess. Would tomatoes count so long as they're the focus of the movie? You're gonna get the tomatoes from fried green tomatoes? Oh, there is a snake oh, that snake model is as big as a boat. It's not as big as being it as long a as a being as long as a boat is not as big as a boat. I could tip a snake over. That was your clarifier. Uh, you decided not tipping it over. No, you were like I could tip over a motorcycle. No, I could lift up a motorcycle. Yeah, I could lift up that snake. I don't think you could. Attack of the killer tomatoes. Uh, I think an anaconda is heavier than a motorcycle. A real anaconda? Maybe. A real motorcycle. Not not the prop anaconda. I don't even it care. Might, it might have been. Pick, it, there may have been more robots inside of it. 
more robot stuff. More robot stuff. Not <laughs> yeah, more robot stuff than a regular anaconda. Alright. This brain this brain? This conversation is giving me a brain ache. <laughs> what? <laughs> this conversation is giving me a headache. Oh, there we go. Does John Boyd's accent from Anaconda count? It I wish I could say it does, but no. It doesn't. Maybe that okay. That's the list. Top five accents. If if you can find proof that when he's dying in that movie, like the the part that gets spit out is not CG and actually a model, you can you can use John Voigt's dead body in Anaconda. That's what Schwad said. Oh shit! Yeah, if it's a real model. Top five accents. Uh, Kevin Costner from Robin Hood. You mean he's just doing Kevin Costner? Yeah. <laughs> Every one, every once in a while has a mild accent. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You've been listening to this might sound stupid podcast. A uh This was fun. I had fun tonight. Yeah. Fi- you need to find us, I'm guessing probably three sponsors. Playmate. Do you think three sponsors would get us to five thousand dollars? We have an average viewership of like twenty viewers. That doesn't that yeah. would be what's five divided by three? One point six something? Sure. No, one point eight something. Sure. What is it? That sounds right. You think they're gonna pay us eighteen hundred dollars? Yeah. For twenty viewers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> glad to have you back, Kibby. Uh I'm even more glad than you're busy though, honestly. Yep. That's that's the that's the key to feeling a little better at the end of this thing is like doing things like like regular things you were used to before get out and have a life mm-hmm. don't feel bad about missing the podcast man Mm-mm. uh if this is your first time listening to us you can subscribe to us on whatever app you get podcasts on uh follow us on twitch twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid if you ever want to email us you can email us this might sound stupid at gmail.com mm-hmm. And if you ever want to tweet at us, mm-hmm. at TMSS underscore podcast. We got sponsors. We got two of them. Uh, Joey, the good boy, who's no longer here. He's gone. He has to go upstairs. There's his couch. Amber let him upstairs. And uh, Mike Long, who just had a beautiful baby boy. Benjamin Robert Long. Someone tweet at Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Tell him, tell him we want to do a live podcast from the Fast 9 premiere. Dude, that would be awesome too. Be a dream come true. This music is loud. Uh, a dream come true. Yeah, get us some sponsors. We'll do our J- Japan podcast. <laughs> Thirty-six. Rolo's older than me. Haha. <laughs> Boom. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday to Rolo. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to Wall of Beef. Uh, Rolo, answer my text message. Because maybe you and me and maybe Javin can get there before four. Yeah, we'll see. And I'm going to give you a big old hug and I'm going to squeeze you like a grape. Do people squeeze grapes? Yeah, like this. <laughs> I'm going to squeeze you like a big old grape. <laughs> this is making any sense. All right, y'all. Be good to each other. Have a good night. Yeah.